dark makes you feel he's a cool exec with the heart of steel. As Iron Man, all jets ablaze, he's fighting and slight with repulsor rays. Amazing armor, yes, Iron Man, a blazing bomber. Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese. I'm killing some time here in Brooklyn. I won't say where I'm at. I won't say who I'm with um, in terms of what's coming around the corner. But I had a call, one of my favorite people to talk to, a, 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 a reoccurring guest on the Crush A Lot Podcast, uh, my boy, Zillaraka from Philly. Zillaraka, how are you? What's going on, man? Thanks thanks for letting me be a reoccurring guest. It's yeah. uh quite an honor yeah at, at this point we're, we're, we're the homies um and uh we had the we had the chance we actually met up at um beer wax not not too a couple of weeks ago um yeah. to check out your your set excellent yeah. job man but it's the 20th anniversary of supreme clientele and every time i think about ghostface i think about you i think about our many conversations and how we can have dialogues just using Ghostface lyrics mm-hmm. and know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, man, uh, well, I got, got my banana nutriment over here. I'm all right. And you talked about it in your, in your last episode of your of your podcast, and I was like, "What? We made it was a overrated song by someone on your show." I'm like, "What's going yeah. on here?" Alaska said it doesn't fit the record. Uh, Alaska from our podcast, Call Out Culture. I, I thought he was wildly insane for saying that, but. You know, you gotta respect people's differences. You know, when they're patently uh, out of their mind. Man, I, thinking back twenty years, Supreme clientele. What are what? Where does that? Where do you hold that in the pantheon of albums in hip hop? Ghostface. Uh, how, what weight does it have for you? Uh, it's the greatest album of this century. Like, there's no. I, I don't even question it. It came out January two thousand. And to me, there's nothing better still. Like, think about that. It, it's one of the first albums that came out in the century, and it's still the best album of the deck of the century. So <laughs> that's I can't high, I can't put it any higher regard. Man, you know I, when I, I feel that way. Do you remember the first time you picked it up? Like, walk me through that process of getting up in the morning and picking up that record. Because we're without aging ourselves too much. We're at the age where we had to go physically buy our Definitely. music medium. I, well, I remember the the, the the videos or singles were out way before the album. I think like Apollo Kids leaked and then the video for Mighty Healthy was out way before the record. And in Philly, there was like a, a, a rap video local access show called Urban Expressions. And they were playing the video for Mighty Healthy way before the album dropped. Uh, where he's wearing like the NASCAR jacket, yeah, um, rhyming with Kill Army in the video and risen on him. So just getting amped off the video for months and months and months, and then there was like a delay. And then when it, as soon as it came out, like again this this month, 20 years ago, I went to the record store and I bought it, and it was like just pressing play and hearing it, you know, with with the Iron Man stuff and like hearing Nutmeg for the first time and like one you know mighty health and then when you hear like stroke of death for the first time i remember like i'm walking with my disc man like opening it up thinking there was a scratch on the cd yeah being like oh I, this is faulty i need to return to the record store and realizing it was the grimiest weirdest most incredible beat of all time um you know going through the whole record even like when shay shay like goes popped up i was like oh that's weird it's like a club song disco at the end of the album but you then had when you it got on it too single, 
Yeah, yeah, and it's you know, I mean, it's the pinnacle of of imagery, poetry, words, flavor, style. Be it's just it's perfect. Like everything about the album is incredible. You know, the interlude is long. It's like seventy eight minutes. I wouldn't really change much. You know, it's like damn, it's it's the pinnacle of rap. That album for me was scary because it was one of the first Wu-Tang albums where it wasn't fully handled by RZA. Right. There was other productions on it, and that was new mm-hmm. to hardcore Wu-Tang fans. Like, what is going on? We, we've seen some of it, like maybe like in the Return to 36 Chamber, there was like one song by True Master, Brooklyn Zoo, and uh, another yeah. track in the bonus disc. But it's very, very rare. But even that, it was in-house Wu-Tang producers There weren't really Too many outside uh, None that I could think of With, with the, the classic The only thing was like Ju- Juju did uh, one Yeah From Beat Nuts That's like the really Only like name guy Yeah so Seeing some Other producers Other than RZA And outside of The elements The Wu elements I think that's mm-hmm. what They were called Yeah <laughs> um, Was a little frightful For me Cause remember <laughs> You know this RZA's God to me Of course so I'm You're like, so I'm like, I don't know how this is gonna be. Um, this is scary shit. Um, but man, was I was? It was a great album. But I think I bought the Canadian version, and I don't oh, know how. With, with the Ghost Dini joint. With the Ghost Dini, and I believe uh, the Rain was on it too, because I remember hearing wise. the Rain. The yeah, Wise. There you go, Wise. The first time I heard, I remember hearing that one. I'm like, wow, they really did not do anything to that sample no. right and so I, I remember having that thought and then when i bought a different version of it because at that point i was collecting multiple cds i'm like what's this cd why is this supreme clientele cds the binding was like sparkly glitter mm. and yeah, then this got, one did it and so there was two different versions of it and they had different things in them and i'm like i was very confused why you would release the same album with different placement orders and interludes and songs. And uh, one album had the, all the Iron Man um, vignette kind of cartoon yeah, kind of thing. The one, and the, the other one, yeah, and the yeah. other one didn't. And I was like, this is very, this is before I knew that samples were an issue. Like I, I was right. naive. I didn't know. I, I later found out that's, that's what it was. But... Mm-hmm. I was very confused why Ghostface as a business plan would do that. But I was a sucker and I bought it twice. So I figured this is like, it had to be like, it had to be like Pokemon red and blue, right? That's a bad <laughs> nerd analogy, but you know, you essentially play one game. It's the same, but you want to get that small variation in the other one. That's what yeah. I think. So for me, Supreme clientele is, is a monumental album. And that's also around when Sean Price dropped Monkey Bars, I want to say. Nah, Monkey Bars is like five years, six years later. Which is the one he did that was around Supreme Clientele? He didn't do any. He was out. He was they out. Was they were over. They were. Boot camp. Boot camp fell apart after that. Yeah, they were cooked. Dude. They, they were. They were under under wraps. We're we're not gonna talk about those dark times in hip hop. Nah. I'm Yo, so, do, you, do you know do you know that piece of trivia about the the, the album title Supreme Clientele? No, what? Please enlighten me. Okay, so. Ghost wanted to call his first album Supreme Clientele. And RZA said no because you should go with Iron Man 
because on Cuban links, you're, you're AKA Tony Stark. So continue the legacy, keep building your brand. That's your right. name. Got it. So that's why on Supreme, but if, if you think of it backwards, if the first album was called Supreme Clientele, it would make sense for the second album to be called Iron Man because it has all the Iron Man skits from the, the old cartoon from the 60s. Correct. I would agree so there's, with that. Yeah. There's no mention of Iron Man, the character, on the Iron Man album. But it's all over the Supreme Clientele album. The only thing that's on Iron Man that's Iron Man related would be the chest plate mm-hmm. on the album cover. That's it. And then the Daytona 500 video. But that's it. There's no audible references to huh. Iron Man besides them saying Tony Stark to him. That's an interesting... But the, but the beginning of Supreme is Tony Stark. Yes. <laughs> that, yep. Because the album was, was supposed to be Iron Man. Man, I guess the question for Supreme Clientele is, has it aged well where this modern day hip hop listeners can go back to it and listen to it, not as an old album, but just enjoy it for, for more of a current listening state of mind? Has it aged well is, I, I guess, I, I the would, question. I would say... Uh, like like Westside Gun, I mean he's RH. He clearly studies and understands that record because he deliberately puts one to two like weird beats on his projects. And to me, that Supreme Clientele is the beginning of that, where you can have like love songs, hood songs, growing up songs, rhyming songs, but then like weird, like weird stuff, like Ghostini's weird, like the album version. Yeah, and Stroke of Death is the weirdest dusted joint of all time, and then you can go back to having you know songs like Wu Bang and 101 and The Grain and Saturday Night, but like it's the beginning to me of like someone showing you like I can be street and drug talk and and fly gear, but I, I can also go like very left field like interdimensional, and so like to me Westside carried that, you know what I mean? Like that like the Pete Sake joint off of uh what is that uh fly god's an awesome god like that's a very weird beat yeah you know what i mean he, he puts those in there where it's like to me you wouldn't have the license and freedom to go there if ghost didn't show you like yo just do it just put it on there if you're feeling it that day so what throw it on the record can we squash a rumor about supreme kind tell superb didn't write that up yeah oh, come on dude he was around why would people I mean, keep making that alive? I mean, maybe Wigs or Sun God, someone writes Ghostface album now. That, that wouldn't, because that sounds his, like those albums, his latest releases, have their yeah. cadences on it, not Ghost's cadences or speed. Or So that's questionable. Please don't block me. I already had Raekwon block me. I don't need <laughs> Ghostface uh, blocking me. <laughs> we, yo, but don't don't make that like your Twitter bio. Be like, yo, cheese, crush a lot podcast, rap in New York, blocked by Ray Kwan. Like, I made it. People that put that in their bio. Like, I made it. Being blocked. I, like, I don't want to get blocked. I've been trying to get him on the show for years. That's, that's like my number one guy. But that would be like a basketball player being like, yo, I, I play for Memphis Grizzlies, dunked on by LeBron and Giannis. Like, why why is that? Why would you want to be known for that? Like, I got weird. posterized. Yeah, posterized in 2017 by by yeah. Joel Embiid. Like, wow. Okay. Man. You know what's my favorite line on that album? It's not even a line, but the fact that he's—I think he's the only one who could get away with saying it. Chico sticks. 
It was the greatest. Is like I knew exactly what he was. That whole song, Child's Play, is so relatable on so oh. many ways. Like the Geo Store reference, might hump the bed on them, uh, oh. all those things. Like, yeah, bro, that sounds like New York City. What kids do when there's nothing to do, right? But even think about that beat. That beat is weird. Like there's yeah. weird like drum fills, like, and then there's like there's a switch up there too. Yeah, there's like a switch in there, and then like when, when you hear that original sample, like they they just loop the first like two bars, but there's like weird parts in there, and then he has like scratching, and then it's just like really interesting little flourishes all over. Just typical, even the beats that are typical, quote unquote, you know, are like even like or like uh, stay true. The song's like 90 seconds. Like who was doing that, making like a 90 second song? Yeah, that's it, and the song is incredible. Like there's just so many things like that where it's like he provided the template for a lot of the guys that we love and enjoy now to do stuff like that. So I think what we were saying earlier about like how would it age? I feel like those guys carry that on, like giving you know, or Westside making a record called Supreme Blind Tell, which. This, is, not, is, this, is it biting? Is it not? I don't, I don't know, think. But. I don't know. It's. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a. It, I don't think it's blatantly biting. I don't think. But in, inspiration comes from different places. Blatant b- biting is like you legitly taking everything about them and taking it and making it yours right. without giving proper credit. I think there's yeah. a lot of MCs, including you. Because you had that, you know, you had the your release earlier in the year, 97 Mentality, 96 Mentality, which one? 97 Mentality? 96. 96 Mentality that right. is like a homage, mm-hmm. you know? So there's, it was like your version of it if you were in that, that era. That I, makes sense. Yeah, you're right. For me, Method Man and ODB had up to that point the biggest singles all i need Easily. remix the puff daddy version mm-hmm. um not not the rizza version and odb had shimmy shimmy yarn brooklyn zoo i mm-hmm. will always argue that i thought that dirty was the biggest star in the woo Easily. um because i thought he had the most marketability and I, there was there was whatever. he was yeah he was on the biggest besides his stuff he mariah carey joint the prize joint so many joints yeah. and he was with all his craziness he was charming and and there's something that people rooted for him i think Shay Shayla ghost was trying to capture that and it started spiraling a trend in the wu-tang collective of always trying to have that one song that's mass appeal and mm-hmm. you could see it in almost every record after that and i think it really took away from it started taking the wu away from what made them special not they should always if they wanted to go more mainstream appeal i I didn't fault them for that if it's good it's good but it's not what got them to the dance and they walked away from the dance to walk a different path and that's when they started falling into trouble now ghost was able to take shayshela ghost and turn it into at least that concept into next couple of records and you see traces of it where he loops in the R&B stuff. I mean, he blatantly had an R&B album. Um, and I don't think it was that bad either. Um, yeah. So he started including those things. Is, is that How do you feel about his discography in general? 
uh, I mean, like what you saw about his hits, like the you know the first album, like all that I got is you, is like the big single. It's not Daytona 500. You know what I mean? It's all that I got is you. Was all, that was that would be on like daytime radio. And I had like Mario on the hook, and then he did a video with with it with Takita. Um, you know, the Kame. He, he always, his approach like mainstream was like, you know, I can have R&B and I can appeal to women in a very specific way while you know rhyming crazy and having Ray and Kappa on Daytona. But then Shay Shay La Ghost, it's like, like I said, like, I remember hearing Mighty Healthy way before the record. I remember hearing Apollo Kids way before the album. And then what pushed the album over the top was Shay Shay La Ghost. Like, I remember that was on, like, TRL, and there was, like, that, that video was, like, very glossy. I think, like, Little X did the video. Um, it's a dope video. Um, yeah. But after that, it was, like, they, I mean, there were just so many shifts in, in the sound and style and culture where, like, they in the past they could just do what they want and, and culture would come to them and radio would flock to them and then it became like we need to maintain this we have to stay in our square and, and be hot so we need to kind of go where things are going now because we ain't the new guys out like Rough Riders are new or Rockefeller's new or Cash Money's new or State Property's new so yeah I mean they all they stubbed their toes like many times. Like, they stubbed their toe. I think Ghost did it the the best um, because I, it just bled into his style. Um, but his discography is pretty good. Um, it, it lost me a little towards the end. The last record wasn't anything to really talk about. His last like five albums. Yeah, the just... one with Big Ghost I was excited for, but that didn't do anything for me either. It was just like here's a couple of verses. You put it together with who you think with. Uh, and you know so he's kind of phoning it in a little bit but it doesn't take away from iron man supreme clientele so if you haven't listened to those um do yourself a favor go listen to iron man supreme clientele um bulletproof wallets fish scales more fish mm-hmm. those are really 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 good yeah. um and a lot of quotables there but look, um, let me let me ask you this cheese and i say this a lot on twitter to people like all these guys like their ailments of being you know in their 40s or 50s and they have spotty discographies that'll last 10 years or so why don't why don't they just do an album with alchemist like why is it so complicated correct correct i've i had this rant before i think we're in the same mind just just do it it's Uh, it's i had this rant about az's last album was like is it you is it your team Who's telling you to pick these beats? Who's telling you to work with these people? Is it a budget issue? Is mm. it is it that you're out of is it scheduling? What is it? Like a Raekwon Future Wave album would be superb. Right. Uh, it, but like, does my dude know about Madlib? He's worked with Madlib. Yeah, so I'm with you. They were huge. And what's crazy to me is that the underground scene is so bubbling now with Griselda and, uh, you know, it's it, it works in cycles. So we know the come up is now and it'll die down again. It'll come back up. Yep. This is the come up. Exactly. There's a great time for these cats to jump in the game again and yes. really get because they're so revered. I mean, Raekwon opened up the Griselda album and all he did was talk shit. You didn't have yes. money. You didn't have money to get a to get Raekwon a verse. <laughs> no. They, they don't have to. I, well, they I don't, don't have to. But Ray should have. <laughs> he's Ray. He's 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 on a major label movement, and that's what you got from him. 
I, I think it's what we, we, we were we were, we were tweeting about that after you guys aired aired out Ray, uh, and then <laughs> subsequently were blocked. Oh, instant karma. Yeah, instant I, karma. I, I just think they 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 these guys just may just be too stuck in like the major label rapper mentality from 1997, where it's like yeah, nah, like yeah, Alchemist the homie, but like I can't do a whole album with him. Like that's not gonna get me X Y Z, or my manager doesn't think that's a good idea or it doesn't help me launch my next little cash in product I'm trying to sell for the next two months yeah I, I think they need to, to to figure it out and I think most of the woo is a little lost without honestly Riz, Riz's mentorship but Riz has been out of the game <sighs> so what's you know it is what it is I don't even want to go on that rank because that's a whole me? other uh, you know two hour uh, thing uh, so we'll we'll save that for uh, another day. But this is Ghost is one of the most legendary MCs. Go check out Supreme Clientele 20th anniversary. Um, so it was a good time to revisit it. Uh, Zilla, I appreciate you just coming on on a whim. Just uh, no called problem, man. you, man. Um, I always appreciate talking to you. I learned so much. Um, go check out uh, Zilla's Rockers a podcast. Um, call out culture with uh, Curly Castro and uh, Alaska. Um, I'll put the link below. Go check out his all his discography, a great disco- discography. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Career Crooks. That's the album that yeah, that buddy. really, really uh, won me over, and all that good stuff. So, yo, Crush It Out Podcast, Cheese Zilla Rock. I will talk to you in the next one. Peace. All right, thanks for having me. Thanks. Ciao, Yan Long. How are you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ghostface Killer. Sumei. Sumay, take the child. Get out of here fast. This man's a killer. No need. What do you mean? That's what you're here for. I want justice and nothing more. I want you and not them. Sumay, go on. Uh, hurry. I warn you, you have no chance. Recognize this technique? Huh? Five elements. You remember. you thought that you'd escape but I shall get all of you but why